Hey y'all, it's Carmen. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I am excited to be starting a new um, eight-week study on the Psalm 139, the 139th Psalm. As we go through this, you're going to see some very familiar verses and the famous verse that is often quoted when we're talking about the sanctity of life um, is in this psalm um, where it talks about God's created our inmost being and knit us together in our mother's womb, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So I'm excited to jump into this. I studied this quite a bit ago and all kinds of insights and things just jumped right off the page at me. So I have I have lots to share with you, and I'm excited about that. But today is just going to be a brief time together, our uh, introduction to this to this psalm and what it's all about. The title of this series is called Known, and as we dive into it, I hope that that will really just resonate with you, this word known, that we are known by an all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful and everywhere present God. And in spite of all of those things, in addition to being that all-encompassing God, that He knows us. He knows little old me and little old you. And He's with us. And His greatest gift to us is to allow us to know Him. So how exciting um, to really dive in to this truth that we find in Scripture. The word known I thought it would be important to look that up. The word known is an adjective, meaning being familiar, generally, as a rule, recognized. This word is a descriptor of you and me. And as I've already stated, who are we known by? We are known by God, creator and sustainer. So now I want to give a quick summary of Psalm 139. We're going to break it up over eight weeks, uh, including this introduction, but there are seven different sections how we're going to break it up. So I hope that you will tune in through this whole time. But let's read Psalm 139 before I have make a few comments about it. Psalm 139, O Lord, you have searched me, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar, You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. You hem me in, behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you, the night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. 
My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days adorned for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. If only you would slay the wicked, O God! Away from me, you bloodthirsty men! They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord, and abhor those who rise against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. So I was reading this, you may have caught a pattern here. The word know, K-N-O-W. In the Hebrew, this is the word yada. And we see this six times throughout this psalm. So we're going to dive into what that word really means next week. So just hang on to that. But know that the word know is in here in this psalm six times. I think that's important. There are lots of things we know, right? We know people. We know information. We know birthdays. We know song lyrics. Perhaps we know some Bible verses. We know our schedule and our social security number. We know passwords and work processes. We know what time zone we live in and what season we like best. We know our spouses and our children. We know their likes and dislikes. We may even know what they are thinking based on a facial expression. God, on the other hand, knows all that there is to know about every single person that was, is, and is to come. Like I said before, he is all-knowing, all-powerful, all-present. Psalm 139 expresses this perfectly from a limited human perspective. The word know is used six times in this chapter, as I've said. Know in Hebrew is the word yada. This is an intimate knowledge of one person. A variation of the same word is used in Genesis 4.1. Adam knew his wife Eve. This is a word with weight. This is a word that embodies God's perfect, exact knowledge of each of us. As we study this psalm, we will see the extent of that perfect knowledge. We will see that we can trust what he says about himself and what he says about us, that it's true. We can look forward to the life of Jesus and see the same knowledge expressed by the Savior of the world. John 10 14 through 15. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. So think about that. Think about this knowing, this state of being known by our creator. Of all the things that he could be doing and putting his attention toward, he takes time out to know us and all the intimate and private details of each and every one of us, the things that we don't even let the one closest to us here on earth know about. God knows that. We are known. 
a state of being that's never going to change. So with that in mind, let's pray. And then I'm going to leave us with a couple of discussion questions that we're going to talk about next week. So I hope that you will pay close attention to those and we'll look at them again. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for my friends who are listening. Thank you that you love us so much that you take the time to know us in a deep and intimate way. That when we feel like we are not known by anybody else in this world, when we feel isolated and alone, God, we can rest in this truth that we are not because we are known by you your word tells us. God, help us to build our life on your word. Help us to build our lives on your truth. And when nothing else around us makes sense, your word can and does make sense to us. So help us to rely on it, to rest in it, and to stand firm on it. As we go through this study, God, I just ask that you give us clarity. Show us more about how we are known by you, and how we can know you on deeper levels each and every day. I thank you for this time with my friends, and thank you for Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen. Okay, here's some, here's, I'm going to leave you with four questions. Now, you don't have to get a piece of paper and jot them down, but just be thinking on them. Number one, how does our mind and heart react When we hear that we are known by the God of the universe, let me make it a little more personal. How does your mind and your heart react when you hear that you are known by the God of the universe? Number two, does knowing that you are in a state of being known change your behavior? Number three, what is one area of your life where you need to remember that you are known by God? And then number four, consider Eve. How are you similar to her? How does God know you as Adam knew Eve? In an effort to prepare for next week, you may want to read through Genesis 2, starting in verse 18 through chapter 4, verse 1. I look forward to diving in to this scripture with you next week as we continue to think on this truth that we are known by the God of the universe. I hope that you will tune back in as we continue our discussion, and we'll be looking at verses 1 through 4 of this Psalm 139. I'll meet you right back here next week. God bless. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I hope that you have been encouraged by our time together. Friend, I want you to know that Jesus is so important to me. And I want to share with you that you can have a relationship with Jesus just like I have a relationship with Jesus. There are three easy steps to finding that relationship. Number one, admit that you are a sinner. Number two, believe on Jesus as the only one who can save you because he lived a perfect life. He died on a cross He was buried in a tomb, and then three days later, he arose from the dead, victorious over sin and death. Believe that he did that for you. 
And then the third thing to do is to confess. Confess that Jesus Christ is your Savior. It's as easy as that. I want to encourage you, if you have not made that decision to follow Christ and go into a relationship with Him, will you do that today? Will you ask Jesus to come in and be a part of your life, to be the Lord and Savior of your life, to be in charge? If you have made that decision today, I would love to hear from you. Please email me at berealcarmen at gmail.com so that I can be encouraging you, praying for you, and sending you some resources to help in your new walk with Christ. Check out more Encouraging Gospel Center podcast on the Kingdom Rock Podcast Network at kingdomrock.org. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.